Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight's big news for consumers. The president's promising to solve the country's supply chain issues. Part of what's causing those high prices and threatening the holiday season and U.S. economy. As we come on the air, a quarter of a million shipping containers remain stuck at sea. But President Biden says he's doing to try and clear the bottleneck. Today's announcement has the potential to be a game changer. Plus, the big news if you get Social Security benefits, a dramatic increase, just as you're seeing food and gas prices skyrocket. Boldly going forward, William Shatner goes into the record books after a life-changing trip to the edge of space. What you have given me is the most profound experience I can imagine. Flu season warning, why health officials are so worried. Could we see a twindemic of flu and COVID? Contaminated water, another Michigan town with unsafe lead levels, endangering children for years. What water do you use to cook? The bottle water. To brush your teeth? Bottle water. Bathe? Bottle water. Guns at airports, a record number of people trying to bring guns through security. Which cities have the most culprits? Cutting out salt, but the new FDA guidance could mean for your favorite chain restaurant. And special assignment, a new recruit helping Capitol Police heal. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening, and thank you so much for joining us. We are going to begin tonight with one of the biggest problems weighing down the American economy and driving up prices. Today, President Biden vowed to fix the supply chain backlog that has stranded scores of cargo ships loaded with clothes, computers, and other goods. The port of Los Angeles will now be open 24-7, and top CEOs promise to expand their warehouse hours. This number tells it all. The price of shipping one container from China to the West Coast went from $3,000 last year to $20,000 last month. It is a big reason why consumer prices jumped more than 5% since last year. Well, if there's a silver lining, it's this. Because of inflation, those receiving Social Security will see their payments jump nearly 6% next year. It's the biggest increase in 39 years. CBS's Carter Evans is following the situation at the West Coast ports, but we're going to begin with CBS's Ed O'Keefe at the White House. Good evening, Ed. Good evening, Nora. The president saying that these, these moves are designed to speed up the delivery of goods all across the country. The White House tonight keenly aware that any big issues with the backlog could severely affect the holiday shopping season and potentially the president's political standing. This is a big first step in speeding up the movement of materials and goods through our supply chain. The Port of Los Angeles, the nation's largest, will now operate around the clock, along with the nearby Port of Long Beach. Together, they handle about 40% of the country's container traffic, carrying laptops, TVs, and toys, and holiday gifts, soon to be in higher demand. The commitments being made today are a sign of major progress in moving goods from manufacturers to a store or to your front door. CEOs from top retail and delivery companies who met with the president today pledged to work more off-peak hours to clear the cargo. Can this administration guarantee that holiday packages will arrive on time? We are not the Postal Service or UPS or FedEx. Uh, We cannot guarantee. What we can do is use every lever at the federal government disposal to reduce uh, delays. The supply chain headaches have sparked product shortages, longer delivery times, and inflation with price increases up 5% from last year, impacting shoes, appliances, and groceries. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen told Nora it won't end soon. But I don't mean to suggest that these pressures will disappear in the next month or two. All of these factors pushing consumer confidence down and increasing pressure on the president. As a consumer, it's going to make you feel rotten. And when you feel rotten as a consumer, you take it out on whoever's in office. And that is what this administration is going to have to deal with. In his remarks today, the president warned the federal government might take bolder steps if the private sector doesn't step up to address the backlog concerns. And if you're concerned about deliveries making it in time for the holidays, retailers say you should start ordering packages now to ensure they arrive by December. Nora? I bet you're ordering right now, Ed, at the White House. Thank you. All right. Tonight, one word sums up the feeling along every line of the supply chain. Frustration. That goes for retailers, truck drivers, and especially customers. CBS's Carter Evans takes a closer look from the Port of Los Angeles. This is what a broken supply chain looks like from the air. Nearly 60 cargo ships floating outside the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach. They're carrying about a quarter million containers. The workers will soon be unloading around the clock. Truckers at the Port of L.A. sometimes have to line up for hours just to pick up one container. And then where do they take them? Most warehouses are full, and that's delaying deliveries even further. Because they work too slow inside. 
Trucker Manassas Gonzalez doesn't get paid by the hour. He gets paid by the load. How long are the waits here to pick up a load sometimes? Seven to nine hours. Like, these hours, then then I count it. Clearing the backlog may take months. It could be the end of 2022 before things get back to normal. Normal being a ship enters the port, offloads, and departs with no delays. It's a good first step, but we need to see further downstream logistics, rail. All has to fire at same time for it to become very efficient. They're not going to be able to wave the magic wand to make this go away. There is no magic wand. It's a, it's a huge bottleneck. At the end of the supply chain are store owners like Tony Yabaka, whose bike shop is just down the street from the backed up port. When we met him a month ago, Yabaka was waiting for a bike order he made a year ago. Do you know when those bikes are going to come in? No, not really. And all those kids' bikes that you're waiting for, where are they? They're either on those ships or maybe they're still in Asia, uh, but they're not in warehouses. Now, dock workers tell me they are all for this 24-hour port plan. In fact, they say they've been wanting to do it for years, and it's in their current contract that they can work 24 hours. They're just waiting for terminal operators here at the port to tell them when to start. Nora? Time to turn on that switch. Carter Evans, thank you. Well, now to another big story we're following. Science fiction became science fact for actor William Shatner today. At 90 years old, Star Trek's Captain Kirk became the oldest person to travel to space. And he was clearly moved by the experience. CBS's Mark Strassman was there to witness it all. Has cleared the tower. She is on her space with the second human spaceflight crew. This was the voyage of the Blue Origin spaceship First Step. It's 10-minute mission, space. Oh, Jesus. William Shatner's latest frontier, up almost 66 miles to the edge of space. And here come the mains. And right back down again, like same-day shipping. And capsule touchdown. (laughs) A gift from Amazon and Blue Origin founder Jeff Bezos. It was so moving to me. This experience did something unbelievable. 55 years ago, Shatner's Captain Kirk led a starship of galactic hopscotchers. Today, he became Kirk, and at 90, overcome by the moment. Everybody needs to see the... Oh, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, you know, the, the little things. But to see the blue cover go and now you're staring into blackness. What you have given me is the most profound experience I can imagine. I'm so filled with emotion about what just happened. I, I just, it's extraordinary, extraordinary. All the crew cried after landing. I hope I never recover from this. Captain Kirk's a fictional figure. Uh, I'm flesh and blood. Your flesh and blood, you came back clearly moved. Tremendously, enormously. Shatner's reaction was so memorable, Blue Origin could turn it into a commercial hoping to reel in more paying customers. Shatner's ticket was comped. Another shrewd investment by Jeff Bezos. Nora? And a prime trip. Mark Strassman, thank you. Well, tonight, warnings of a possible twindemic of both COVID and the flu. The CDC estimates an average of 36,000 people died of the flu each year over the past decade. And there are fears this season could be a bad one. Here's CBS's Janet Chamlian. 
Tonight, the race is on to get shots into arms as health officials warn of a potentially devastating flu season colliding with the pandemic. Should we have a tremendously bad flu season, how could that impact the COVID situation? If we have a serious influenza outbreak on top of COVID-19, we potentially are going to overwhelm the healthcare system. That's why in Little Rock, at the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences, there's a new strategy. That was quick. <laughs> a one-stop shop for flu shots and COVID vaccines at this clinic. The CDC says people can safely receive both at the same time. Well, I appreciate you doing this. Andrew Benz got a COVID booster in his right arm. Here's your flu shot. Yes, sir. And the flu shot in his left. COVID is like a wildfire right now. And I want to do everything I can to mitigate the spread. With pandemic lockdowns, the CDC says the 2020 flu season was the mildest on record. Experts say with fewer people exposed last year, flu resistance is now lowered. So are we in for a catastrophic flu season? I think there's that potential, and I'm, I'm very concerned. In Arkansas, just over 46% of the population is fully vaccinated against COVID, well below the national total of about 57%. The clinic was hoping to reach more unvaccinated people, but giving flu shots can save lives too. What is your level of concern about flu this season? Usual. Hope I don't get it. Many pharmacies across the country are also offering the flu shot and the COVID vaccine at the same time. In terms of guidance, the CDC is recommending a yearly flu shot for just about everyone, starting with babies six months old. Nora. Janet Chamlian, thank you. We want to turn now to a serious lead water crisis in Benton Harbor, Michigan. That's a predominantly black city three hours from Flint. People are under orders not to use the tap water because of high levels of lead from old pipes. And as CBS's Omar Villafranca reports, city officials have known about the problem for years. The city of Benton Harbor gets its water from nearby Lake Michigan. But residents like Francis Davis say what comes out of the faucet is not safe to use. What water do you use to cook? The bottled water. To brush your teeth? Bottled water. Bathe? Bottled water. In 2018, lead was detected in the drinking water in some homes due to older lead pipes. State officials say the city's water system has failed six lead tests over the last three years. Last month, concerned residents and activists petitioned the EPA for help. In response, the state started distributing free bottled water to the city's nearly 10,000 residents. There's no urgency with the federal government, there's no urgency with the state government, and there's no urgency with the city government. They just don't get it. Reverend Edward Pinckney started distributing water through his church two years ago and says many residents in this predominantly African-American community still don't know about the crisis. We don't have time. My children's life is at stake. Your children's life is at stake. But time isn't the only issue. Benton Harbor Mayor Marcus Muhammad says it's money. The city can't afford to fix the lines, and state and federal money can't come fast enough. Muhammad points out that the city just received a $5 million check to work on the problem that was approved during the Obama administration. If I had a magic wand, I would solve it right now. But in government, things don't work that way. As for Frances Davis, she's thought about selling her home. Do you think somebody would buy it? No, not with this, this situation. I'll just have to board it up and, and move out. 
So far, less than 5% of the city's nearly 6,000 lines have been replaced, and Mayor Mohammed wants the work finished in two years. He's also hoping the president's infrastructure bill passes because that would mean billions of dollars to replace lead pipes across the country. Nora? Such an urgent threat to children. Omar Villafranca, thank you. We want to turn now to the COVID pandemic. Beginning next month, the U.S. will open its borders with Canada and Mexico after 19 months to non-essential travelers, provided that they show proof of vaccination. And today, FDA staff released data showing Johnson & Johnson's booster shot does bolster antibodies. FDA experts will consider J&J's booster request Friday and Moderna's tomorrow. All right. Tonight, we're in Montana, where just 57 percent of those eligible are fully vaccinated. The state now has the highest hospitalization rate in the country. CBS's Meg Oliver reports from Billings. Hillary, your mom is out there. On the other side of this door is Pam Lee's 35-year-old daughter, Hillary, who's fighting for her life. You're not alone. The restaurant manager was planning to get the vaccine when she got COVID at the end of September. Within two weeks, she was on a ventilator. I was a nurse for over 40 years, and so I I knew this could happen. I was praying it never would, but here we are. How does her prognosis look? I can't even go there. She's only alive because of this machine. Can you wave to your mama? As Hillary struggles to communicate. Love you too. (laughs) Downstairs in the emergency room. Well, let's give me a good deep breath. Dr. Jamie Belsky is trying to keep up with the crush of new COVID patients. Just keep the scalpel in my pocket in case you have an emergency airway. We're getting to where if we don't see an improvement in the number of patients soon, we're going to have to start looking at do we need to ration care. The ICU at Billings Clinic is operating at 175% capacity. How do you get more people vaccinated to stop this? Talk to your friends, talk to your family, explain to them, yeah, it's getting better in some parts of the United States, but it's getting worse here. Leaving families like the Lees praying for a miracle. When you look at her, what do you think? I can't even think. It's just painful to watch. And these things can be prevented. The Lees wanted to talk to us to let us know when Hillary got COVID. She spent the first 10 days calling all of her unvaccinated friends, telling them to get the shot. The family can only hope it's not too late for her. Nora. We are praying for Hillary. Meg Oliver, thank you. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cashback events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Tonight, we're getting details of this bizarre and deadly attack in Norway. A man fired arrows at people near today near Oslo. Norwegian police say that at least five people were killed and a number of others hurt. Police did arrest a suspect. No word on a motive. They are not ruling out terrorism. 
Well, tonight, the TSA is reporting an all-time record number of guns seized at airports. In the first nine months of this year, nearly 4,500 passengers were stopped trying to carry guns through security. More than 80 percent were loaded, and that'll cost you $10,000 in fines. The highest numbers were found at the airports in Atlanta, Dallas-Fort Worth, and Houston. All right, tonight, federal health officials are urging food companies to help America shake its appetite for salt. The FDA wants sodium in prepackaged foods and dishes from chain restaurants to be slashed by at least 12 percent over the next two and a half years. The hope is cutting sodium will reduce the rate of heart disease. Tonight, we get to meet one of the Capitol Police Force's newest recruits, possibly the most valuable, but definitely the cutest. Here's CBS's Chris Van Cleve. Three-year-old black lab Lila is on a new kind of paw patrol at the U.S. Capitol, <laughs> sniffing out those who could use a friend. And after January 6th, she's been busy. Cops don't like to ask for help. Nope. No. <laughs> Capitol Police Officers Jeff Albanese and Caroline Edwards worked on the 6th. Edwards was among these officers overrun by rioters. She suffered a traumatic brain injury. I just remember at one point thinking, my God, this is a war zone. Even as they heal, both officers are part of the department's new peer support program. While they've found cops, will talk to other cops. Sometimes what they really need is Lila. How has the dog helped? Any problems you have, even if it's for just a few seconds, disappear. This sense of comfort, release, not having to talk about anything at all. Lila was trained as a seeing eye dog in California, but her love of chasing squirrels left her better fit for brightening people's days. Everyone loves the dog. The dog allows us to start conversations. What happens when she goes into a room? Smiles. <laughs> a helping hand from a four-legged friend. Chris Van Cleve, CBS News, Washington. Tomorrow, we'll have the latest on the first of two important meetings this week as the FDA experts consider emergency authorization for Moderna's COVID booster shot. Reminder, if you can't watch this live, don't forget to set that DVR so you can watch this later. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in our nation's capital. See you back here tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.